You are listening to the Autumn of Pit Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. The number one podcast where I'm about to get food poisoning. Yes. <laughs> the, the man about to get food poisoning is the hoppy Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm super hoppy. I'm going to be hopped up on this bottle of Guinness that I bought at a junk store. Yeah, so we are still in Wyoming. We're, of course, doing our third Wyoming episode because we are going to be on the road. Wyoming is so epic. Yes, it's so, there's so many stories to be told here in Wyoming. <laughs> Mostly racist stories, but, <laughs> but we did go to a junk store the other day, and we were greeted by a woman in a Make America Great Again hat. Yes. Who was 87 years old. Yep, and her sister that was 82. Yeah, also greeted us, and then... Slowly followed us around the store <laughs> as we walked. I don't know. She kept an eye on me. She did not trust <laughs> trust us or what was going on exactly. But let's just say the smell was uh, the smell of the shop was very old. Yes, and yeah. I called it an antique shop, and she corrected me. She said flea market. Oh, it's a flea market. <laughs> yes. She's like, we're not that classy in here. Uh, I did not find anything that I needed, but Louie did come across a 19... 19- Based on the label, we've determined it's between 1955 and 1968. Guinness beer that is over 50 years old that is unopened, what looks unopened. Yes. And we're going to open it and drink it. Yes. You want to do that or you want to save it and give it to your kid and your grandkids will... can. You know, traded in for some uh, she me, some ammo in the apocalypse. She charged me two dollars for it. I, I don't think it's appreciating in value. What happens if you got a deal, right? <laughs> yeah, what if you found like a Jackson Pollock <laughs> at the flea market and she charged you three dollars? All right. So we're gonna open it. It's a very little bottle, like the old Olympia or Rainier yeah, it's bottles. Stubby. And if you want, we we're videoing it right now, and you can view that on our non-existing YouTube page or our Facebook yep. page. So. All right. If there's it. not a, I'm not. Okay, well that's a good sign. All right. <laughs> this free bottle opener I got at an event is it, horrible. Like for me, it looks a little too uh, liquidy for Guinness. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. It is now open. Okay. Can we? Are you? Are you going to smell it first? It smells amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it smells like vanilla and. Diarrhea. <laughs> now, here's the best part. If you look on the inside of the cap, the plastic has melted. Oh, my God. The plastic seal is melted. Look at that. All right. All right. We are pouring it. Pouring the Guinness. Oh, oh there's, there's some foam. foam. Wow. Look at that. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Nice. That's a good sign. That's a good. I hate Guinness, let alone Guinness, 60-year-old Guinness. All right. Cheers. Salut. So uh, do you want to leave any last will and testament before we drink this? Uh, everything should go to Erica. All right. And uh, the other half of everything should go to the lady who's 86 years old with the Make America Great Again. <laughs> this is how she's making America great is by poisoning the liberals. Yes. <laughs> so cheers mm. to all our listeners. Yes. Thank you for your support. You are amazing. All cheers. Right. It tastes like Guinness without the flavor. Yeah, it's uh, remarkably 
tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it's got a it little, tastes a little like motor oil, though. Yeah, it's got a little motor oil back palette. <laughs> oh. It's, um, it's got a, how do you say, um, junked car back bouquet. <laughs> it tastes a lot like a flea market. <laughs> it does. It tastes a lot like a beer you would get at a flea market. <laughs> it tastes a lot like a beer you had to haggle. <laughs> She didn't understand haggling, too, by the way. So I got three things. I got, like, a cool little thing for my daughter. I like how you went back for more. You, you kill it? Yeah, I'm going to finish the whole thing. Right. I'm not a loser. So the total of my items was thirty-seven fifty, And I go, how about all three of them for $32 cash? And she looks at me. She goes, that's less than the price of all three together. I'm like, Is this a flea market or an antique shop? <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. I don't know if that's the Guinness or the bad math. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna polish this all off. Right, let's to just see down, the hatch, with. down the hatch. Down the hatch. Oh, oh man. I need to finish. I'm gonna wash that down with some whiskey. Yeah. So, when we go on the road, it's not all fun and games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really. So if we we hope we can make it through these stories and <laughs> tune in to see if we're alive by the end of the episode. Hopefully, hopefully we get through it all. Cheers to all of you. Well, let's get to the weird news. Let's do it. Get to some weird stuff. This story comes from WPRL.org. That's a news source more reliable than using Spanx undergarments to discipline your kids. <laughs> hey, listen, if you don't act up, we're going to make your body look quite shapely. <laughs> very appealing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be very effective. I know you're you've correct. been trying to fly under the radar, but <laughs> you're, you're about to get fabulous. So the story goes, burglars lift two million worth of body shaping faha undergarments. The best part of this article is what they show in their picture are just control top pantyhose. Yeah, Burg- essentially we had to look up what faha was, which is spelled F-A-J-A, and it is essentially like Spanx. It's yeah, like but a- it's more corsety. Yeah, not all of them. So they vary. Some are underwear shaped. Some are corsety. Yep. Some will go from the top of your knees all the way up to your boobs. Yeah. The yeah. way I've been living my life, I think I need one that's more like a ninja suit for me. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a caveman one. A caveman faha, where it just goes over one side. Yeah, like Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes. So the story goes, these burglars came prepared. They cut a hole through the concrete roof and shimmied down into the warehouse. They disabled the alarms. They escaped with two million worth of goods. This is like the Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise dangling down <laughs> through the lasers. <laughs> There's lasers. <laughs> and he's got his shape garment on to, to, to lower his profile. He's like, Jimmy, you're not going to make it through those lasers with that regular body. You need this extra sexy faha. <laughs> yes. Like, I can't keep my eyes off of you. <laughs> the stolen booty... 34,000 pairs of high-end fajas, a Spanx-like undergarment popular in Miami's Hispanic community. You, they could have just said Miami. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hispanic community. What do you mean, all of Miami? 
if, if, if we take everything I know from Gloria Estefan's songs, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I spent a lot of time in Miami, and English is not the first language spoken there at what? all. No, not at all. Let me guess. Portuguese. Uh, no, just Spanish. Okay. I would say Portuguese is farther down the line than English. <laughs> <laughs> the robbery took place last year and was only made public recently. David Oval, a Miami Herald journalist, has been reporting the story from South Florida. This is the amazing thing, that the Faha company was trying to keep this bad boy under wraps. I know. They were like, do not let this get out. If people knew there was a black market trade for, for Faha. I would love to see David Oval. Hey, John and Cindy, I'm here live at the Spanx factory where the, there has been a Faha heist. Faha heist. <laughs> It's kind of like we did the story about the fajita heist. Yes. It was episode number eight. eight. Yeah, we did a story about a man who stole a bunch of fajitas. He embezzled fajitas. <laughs> yeah. He embezzled like $1.8 million in fajitas. <laughs> it sounds like it might be a Jewish garment. They stole all the fajas. The fajas. According to Oval's reporting, less than a quarter of the fajas have been returned to Premier International Group, and the recovered garments are mostly Unsellable. Would you want to buy undergarments that were stolen, kicked around the black market for a few months, and then came back to the, the Walmart? Yeah, why not? Oh, no they way. weren't worn. How do you know? What? No one's wearing them and then folding them back up. Yeah, they are. I doubt that. The crime they... of the century. You <laughs> lack vision. <laughs> when you pull it out, it's just like you get the small faha. It's like this <laughs> giant. It's like, I think a pregnant lady wore this. <laughs> Detectives from Miami-Dade's cargo theft unit noticed black market sellers exchanging garbage bags of fajas and were able to uncover the operation. I like that they're using it like currency. It's like the new Bitcoin. Yeah, right? <laughs> they're like, I'll leave the brown paper bag full of cash. You leave the, the, black, the black bag of fajas. <laughs> you, you, I, need, I need eight kilos of Coke. All right, nine garbage bags of fajas. I love how it's on the black market. Yo, I got the fajas, man. What you need? I got beige, black, brown. I got ginger. You got, you got, ginger. If you're super pale, what you need? What you need? I'll even throw in my super ill rap demo for free. Deal. <laughs> so I'm sold. Still, the burglars behind the estimated two million plunder have yet to be found. That's an insane amount. Yeah. Of, of, of anything. Well, it's just interesting that they decided to steal this particular product, right? If you're going to steal like underwear, like go to like Victoria's Secrets. Which I think is... they were sending a message. No, they're trying to like it was some other like underwear. Haynes was like, oh no. yeah, yeah. Fruit of a Loom is like we're you know there's two. They're making too much money in the Miami market. They're making money booty over booty. We can't just make the fajas. Yeah. Let's hire people to cut a hole in the ceiling and steal thirty four thousand units. Exactly. The actual people who went in and broke in and actually did the stealing of the Fahaz have never been caught or identified, Oval says. Yeah, because they're master criminals. Yeah. If they're cutting holes in the ceiling and rappelling down, yes, they are master. This would be a version of Ocean's Eleven, but starring Leslie Nielsen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. The motivation for pilfering the Fahaz. Ovell thinks the bizarre crime is the result of a financial calculation. The Fahaz ended up in the black market, Ovell says. So if you're a place that sells Fahaz and you can get this good Colombian product for only like 20 bucks a pop as opposed to 50 bucks a pop, and then you can sell it for over 100 while you're making a pretty good return. I guess. I guess I've never thought that, you know, when you're talking about black market Colombian goods <laughs> you're, you're, you're being sold, you'd be talking about essentially underwear. 
<laughs> the seedy undergarment of society. <laughs> Fahaza. It is the seedy undergarment. Fahaza are popular in Colombia and much of Latin America. The body-shaping garments are worn to accentuate curves, but also to aid in the recovery from cosmetic procedures like liposuction. This product is also available for men. There you go. So if you want your uh, badonkadonk hanging out and your dude, boom. Yeah, totally. Maria Luis. Jimenez, owner of Premier International, began selling them in the early 2000s and became one of Miami's most prominent Faja sellers. She's the, the El Chapo of Faja. She's who you go to if you want the nice Fajas. Yeah. Premier International has been hit before. In 2011, burglars lifted 17,000 Fajas with the 2018 robbery doubling the haul. Jimenez is reeling from the loss. You got to insure your undergarments. Yeah, I, if you you got seventeen thousand of those stolen before, you got to definitely like take proper safety measures to protect your fajas. Yeah, it was such a blow. Jimenez says, according to Ovel, you never think in a country like this that is so secure they would break in and steal ninety five percent of your merchandise. That should be Trump's argument for the wall. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> we gotta uh, secure the border. People are coming over and stealing all the fajas. I can't get any my I can't get the sweet fajas. Any anymore. <laughs> Melania's going to look like garbage you now. You know Trump is wearing fajas for sure. <laughs> Oval, who reports on crime in Miami, seems unfazed by the strange stick-up. That's so Miami, Oval says. All right, here's my takeaway. Oval's involved in this. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what lessening statement is that? Like, uh, that's so Miami, just stealing $2 million worth of goods to sell on the black market. So Miami. Yeah, like... Classic Miami. <laughs> they came in, they burnt my house, they shot my dog. So Miami. Classic Classic Miami. So stupid. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, this is interesting that people can make enough money off of it to that it's worth worth the crime, the crime syndicate, right? Like this is they had to probably get some blueprints and some <laughs> concrete cutting lasers, some rappelling. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a, definitely a fan of, of what's going down. <laughs> uh, would you but would you wear the fajas? Yes, I would wear the fajas only if I bought them on the black market. Oh, really? Yeah. But now, I, if I... That makes them sexy. Before this article, if I was walking down the street and someone said, hey, you want some fajas, I would not assume that they were talking about undergarments. <laughs> you think they had... Okay, okay, I would have like a trench coat full of fajitas? Yo, what's up, man? You want some fajas? <laughs> how, how much you need? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Let me Google it first. <laughs> I've got corset. I've got butt stabilizing. <laughs> you got... You just have surgery? <laughs> You just get liposuction, man. You look like you just got liposuction. <laughs> look like you need a faha. <laughs> There's a faha for that. I I think it's cool, and I I'm all for stuff on the black market. I'm uh, fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> All for, for corruption and crappy stuff. I buy stuff on the street all the time. What was the last thing you bought on the street? Sunglasses. Okay, boom. I've bought, I've bought some weird stuff on the street before. I'm trying to think what. I bought a knife off a hobo and it had blood on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, pocket knife. I mean, I've bought drugs on the street for sure. <laughs> yeah. I've bought, I've bought shirts on the street, clothes. I've bought just clothes on the street for sure. Yeah, do they still smell like dead dead people? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I smell dead people. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I like it. I, I like, you know, hearing people stealing stuff that isn't money or diamonds or, you know, you know, something that is useful. I mean, maybe it's like Robin Hood. Maybe it's like the this is, this is like the Robin Hood of he's, the undergarment he's, world. He's taking from the shapely and giving to yes. the less shapely. Yes, exactly. That's my take on it. <laughs> I, like right, it. I like it. 
Life Coaching with Randy. There's very little difference between a toddler and a drunk adult. Weird News Stories, part duh. This story comes from SCMP or the South China Morning Post.com. That's a news source more reliable than using a slot machine as your Roth IRA. <laughs> so <laughs> you you put your money in hoping that it will appreciate exactly, over time? Exactly. But do you come back in 40 years and, <laughs> and shake it and hope that it comes out? You keep that little ticket that prints out after you lose all your money and you have 12 cents left? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. This one starts out. Tourists going gaga for Japanese museum dedicated to poop. Yeah, I like this already. On TripAdvisor, this is already number two. Is it really? Yeah. What's number one? <laughs> P, the museum. <laughs> oh, the P museum? Yeah. Actual pooping? Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> second after. <laughs> Just shitting yourself. So the story goes, it happens in Yokohama, Japan. Japan's culture of cute makes no exceptions for poop it gets a pop twist at the unko museum in yokohama near tokyo i like that there's nothing the japanese won't make a brightly colored museum to i like how it's in yokohama they make tires and poop museums yes yeah. <laughs> that's what they're known for <laughs> two things that are popular at nascar <laughs> here the poop is artificial nothing like what would be in a toilet and comes in twisty ice cream and cupcake shapes in all colors and sizes. I perform a lot in the summer at fairgrounds. I would not be shocked to see this in a toilet. (laughs) The poops are colorful and come out nicely in photos, said Haruka Akuba, a student visiting part of the museum devoted to all-important selfies. The shape is so round and cute. I like that the the Japanese poops are cute little curly-cue poos, where like an American poop museum would be like, We'd be dropping logs. Yeah. It would be a poop on top of Japan. Yeah. It would be just, just a diorama of Japan and some dude squatting over it. Would it would be the rest of the world <laughs> and then America hovering over it and then just shitting on it. Yeah. I like how she wrote, the shape is so round and cute, which is a term I never thought would be associated with poop or would definitely would never be said about my poop. No, no. <laughs> you eat too much vegetables. Yeah, they're like, that's so fragmented and hideous. <laughs> you need a binding agent. Said the student, Haruka Akuba, <laughs> when seeing, <laughs> when visiting the toilet after Matt just left. See, that would be the exhibit as you go, just make a poop, a, a toilet, and then just make it non-flushable. Leave it in there. Yeah. That's your art exhibit. That's my art exhibit right there. (laughs) Take that, Banksy. That's my street art. (laughs) My street art is me just not flushing. I just don't flush. (laughs) I leave the airport restroom. Aren't you going to flush? It's my art. It's my art, man. See, I signed the toilet. (laughs) Every day at home, your wife's like, you need to flush. You're like, I'm just an artist. Why'd your wife leave you? (laughs) Artistic differences. In Japan, little poop-shaped erasers with faces and other items have long been popular items collected by children and sometimes older folks. As elsewhere, 
Scatological jokes are popular and bodily functions discussed openly. A recent morning variety show by public broadcaster NHK featured tips on how to deal with farts. Yeah, the biggest tip is if you feel like it's going to be solid... Keep it in. Yeah. If the if you feel like the tip is at, the tip is <laughs> if the tip is out, get to the fucking restroom. <laughs> I think the last time I pooped my pants, I no, there's been more than once. Well, I mean, like I was little. Oh, okay. I had like a hundred and four degree temperature. Uh-huh. My wife and I had been married less, maybe a little over a year. She was at work, and I'm at home. I think I'm dying. Uh-huh. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I think I'm dying. Like I couldn't move. I'm like, this is how Louis is gonna go. Yeah. He's going to go in bed. And, just, uh, and, then, and uh, then I had to fart. <laughs> and then it came out. And I was like, this is how I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to commit suicide now. <laughs> yes. just, well, then I'm like, I'm like, I can't move. I can't get out of bed. My wife's going to find me. With a load it's true of my- love, man. It's true love. Yeah. She's like, is this another art project? <laughs> can't deal with this visitors to the museum get a short video introduction and then are asked to sit on one of seven colorful non-functional toilets lined up against the wall music plays as a user pretends to poop then a brightly colored souvenir poop can be collected from inside the toilet to be taken home after the tour what kind of music do you think plays i don't know i i couldn't quite figure out what they might play like it's it's a small world after all (laughs) what would you go with if you were pooping what do you listen to Something a little more aggressive. We gotta we gotta get the demons. Oh, out. really? Yeah, like some, some Mastodon, <laughs> some, some Slayer, some Icelandic dark <laughs> evil metal. Yeah, I go with some Barry White. I yeah. like to I like to romance it out. <laughs> the unstagnic area of Instagram worthy installations includes pastel hued flying poops and a neon sign with the word poop written in different languages. That's probably what they tell them, but it's like those tattoos that the sorority girls used to get of the Chinese characters yeah. that don't mean what the tattoo book says. <laughs> One says, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> One says, you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. It says, if you shout this out, you're <laughs> stupid. In another room, players use a projection mapping game like Whack-A-Mole to stamp on and squash the most poops they can. In another game, participants compete to make the biggest poop by shouting the word in Japanese, Unko, as loudly as possible. A soccer video game involves using a controller to kick a poop into a goal. Now, I'm surprised they don't have a concho exhibit there. What's that? Oh! You gotta watch videos of this on the interwebs. I don't, well, tell me what it is before (laughs) I start Googling. It's a thing that Japanese school kids do. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, you interlock your fingers, Mm -hmm. and you take, I believe it's your top two fingers, Mm -hmm. and you stick them out. Yeah. All right, so you have, I guess, your pointer... And middle finger uh-huh. on both hands are sticking out like 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 a gun almost. Yeah. And then you go up behind the person, you just ram them in the butt crack. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you go concho. What does that mean? I don't know, but that's what <laughs> this that's what the school kids do. And you have YouTube the videos of these. Yes. What are you doing with your life, yes. man? Uh, <laughs> it's the best. They're like statues of kids in Japan doing this. Oh wow. Well, I'm a little disappointed in the games that they've described that they play at this museum, right? Like the whack-a-mole, you shout out the word poop, you play a video game where you kick a poop into a goal. Let's get more like real games about poop. Like what animal is this from? Oh, there you go. What food caused this? (laughs) (laughs) Was this mess made when they were alive or dead? What disease... Yeah. Does this come from? You smell the purse like vegetarian or carnivore. Yeah, you flip it up. It was like, what animal made this? You flip it up, elk. 
bear, Sasquatch, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, like let's get some more. The, the brainstorming on this needs to be a little bit more. Needs a little more actual Absolutely, education. Absolutely, man. It doesn't say if this is like an art museum or like a natural history museum. It's just a, yeah, it's just a photo museum is all it is. It's a photo op, yeah. Yeah. Toshifumi Okuya, a system engineer, who was amused to see adults having fun. It's funny because there are adults running around screaming, poop, poop, he said. Yeah, because no adult frat boys ever run around going boop boop it's, this is so juvenile but it's i mean i like the idea that they're sort of taking the stigma away from poop but i don't like that they're just highlighting these perfect poops you know like the ones that come out of like a soft serve ice cream right yeah no it's grandiose they should have like one room you go into and it's just a bunch of computers on ratemypoo.com yeah where is my short nub poop where's my long snake poop where's my nothing solid about it poop <laughs> Like let's 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 diversify what what the pooping is actually. Yeah. Let's see the history of poops. There you go. You know, how they've progressed through the years. Well, but then just as a human, like when you your first poop as a baby is like disgusting. Oh yeah. It's like you're pooping out road tar. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. At the end of the tour, visitors get to carry home their own souvenir poop. I, I hope it comes in like a little dog poop. It does. Bag. They say it comes in a brown paper bag on a different article I read. The museum attracted more than 100,000 visitors in the first month after its opening in March. It will remain open until September. So it's a pop-up museum. That's yeah, kind of So cool. what do you think the next museum that's going to pop up is going to be? I don't know. The throw-up museum? That's solid. Okay. Wh- what else? Uh, yeah, Earwax Museum. Oh, yeah, the Earwax Museum. Belly Button. Belly Button yeah. Museum. Yeah. Toe Jam Museum. Oh, yeah, Toe Jam. Oh. Yeah. Just like General Funk Museum. <laughs> the B.O. Museum. <laughs> I thought this was about railroads. Nope. Um, so what do we think about this? I think it's fun. But I really, I really wish there was a little more hard-hitting uh, stuff about it. Yeah, I mean, it essentially, it is just a giant photo op museum. Yeah. Like, it's like the 3D art museum. It's as you go in to get pictures. Yeah, um, this really needs to put the log in blog. Ah, nice, nice. Um, when I was in Chicago once, I drove an hour out of my way to go to a poop drinking fountain. What? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it was just like, what was weird is like, it wasn't highlighted at all. It was just like... In someone's yard. Yeah. And uh, and it was just like this big chrome poop and you shoots water out and you drink out of it. <laughs> and you get hepatitis. <laughs> you get dysentery. Yeah. See, that's great. I would like them to have all the photo ops at the museum, right? Like all the cool stuff, but also have like some real stuff. Yeah, like Like, like a painting made out of poop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe educate kids on what poop is, like how to wash your hands or the evolution of toilet paper, which has not evolved, by the way, since the 1930s. Yeah. Japan, though. So it's probably they don't even have toilet paper there. Oh, yeah. It's all bidet. It's all bidet and squat toilets. No, they have toilet paper in, in Japan, but they do have the very fancy toilets with like the music the heated seats yeah, the ones it, ta- that you love. it talks you down yeah. <laughs> it talks you up all right you can do this all right <laughs> you now, got this you got this and then afterwards i know you feel a little bit empty but trust me your butt is so hot <laughs> it's all it's all positive <laughs> or like whoa slow down there <laughs> whoa had a little too much to drink last night yeah. <laughs> it's heckling you <laughs> That's what that's what I would like to see. I would like to see the humorous aspect of this at the museum, but I also like to see some educational aspect because I mean I think like that's a science that we're not diving into that much. Yeah, well, you're missing a big opportunity to lightly educate people. Yeah, we've been to the moon. 
Yet we don't know the depths of our own bowels. That's true. You know? That's true. Well, some people do. That, I think that I think JFK said that. That was a direct quote. <laughs> Ask not what your country can do for you, but what your bowels can do for your country. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's what, that was it. Yeah, there was a whole uh, thing when I was in Dallas. There was a whole thing dedicated to that. <laughs> that was going to be in the speech. <laughs> Had he not got assassinated, that would have been. What? Uh, so, so you like this? Museum. I like this. I would go to the museum if it was ten dollars or under. Yeah, I would. I would go for a photo op. Yeah, but what what what's the admission? Top admission you If would I ran if I was in in whatever Yokohama for more than a week I'd go here. Okay. I wouldn't go on the first 2 days. No, you got other stuff to see. I'd check the other stuff off. The yeah, box. you got the Pokémon Museum, Tire Museum, Hello Kitty Museum, <laughs> the Rubber Factory, <laughs> the Tire and the same place. <laughs> Separate admissions, though. <laughs> if you buy through the tire museum, you, if you can buy own. three tires. <laughs> if you if you buy four tires, you get to go to the museum for free, <laughs> and we'll balance them. <laughs> and if you go if you go to the poop museum, we'll help you get a balanced diet. Yeah, there you go. Comes with a bag of kale, and you know. <laughs> In enema. There you go. In enemas at the end. Yeah. Enema water slide. Yeah. Boom. Right there. <laughs> All right. I like it. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, Oddballs. We survived the... G- 60-year-old Guinness. That's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> well, I don't know. It probably will creep in on, on our sleep. and Yeah, we'll wake up dead. <laughs> They'll be like, carbon monoxide poisoning? No. <laughs> Sour ops. The, the autopsy comes back. Is How'd they die? It looks like they had a flea market beer. I like how she kept correcting me <laughs> and then wouldn't haggle. Uh, where can the fine people see you this week, Louis Fox? Uh, from the 21st to the 24th, I'll be at the Pacific County Fair. You can also catch me on the 20th at 5 and 6.30 at the Everett Public Libraries. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, but I think it's for people who met their reading goal. So if you did not meet your reading goal, don't even try and come. Who did not meet their reading goal this summer? You should not be listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> I work in the Catch of the Matt Baker comedy stunt show. I will be at the Antelope Valley Fair. And Alfalfa Festival. And Alfalfa Festival in Lancaster, California from August 21st to the 25th. I will be performing. Also, you can see my museum, the Museum of Curious Things, also at the Pacific County Fair. Yeah. So you can go out and see the museum and Louie. Yep. Yeah, and that will be, the Museum of Curious Things will be at the Pacific County Fair from the 21st to the 23rd. And they will be at the Thing Music Festival on the 24th and 25th of August, which is a cool music festival in Port Townsend, Washington. Nice. And like De La Soul's playing, Built to Spill, Iron and Wine. Sleater Kinney, I think, is going to be oh, there. Very cool. I might have just added that in there. You might have just made that uh, yeah, up. <laughs> Metallica's playing. Yeah, yeah Metallica's <laughs> playing. I think Bob Marley's going to be there. <laughs> They're bringing him back. Is he dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bob uh, Marley's corpse is going to be playing. <laughs> so you can check that out. You, you can also check us out on Facebook. We, we took a little video of us sipping that sipping that, that beer sweet, sweet, so you can check that beer. out on facebook and we're also posted where else we posted we'll post can you do it. videos on instagram up to a minute so we can probably get some of that in. <laughs> i think you went down the wrong <laughs> down the wrong too you have coal miner <laughs> <laughs> pretty much man 
Who knows where that? What was, was the, the measles going around in Ireland in the in the fifties? You got the plague. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so check uh, any of our social sites out, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you can subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review of this on any wherever you got this yes. podcast at, and it helps us uh, jump up the ranks of weird and unusual podcasts. Yes, yeah. Let let us know. Let let other people know, and just. Be awesome. Yeah, be awesome. Well said. <laughs> you get your hands on some flea market beers and I knock some back. There was one other flea market beer we didn't buy. It was an Italian beer. Oh, why didn't you buy it? I had to make a choice. They weren't. They didn't have a price on them. So you were afraid. You thought the Italian ones, like I can't afford. Yeah, this. no. Like I'll, I'll do an Irish beer, but not a Mussolini beer. <laughs> We might have to go back. Though. I would have bought that if it was a Mussolini. I would have definitely bought that. Uh, so, folks, thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a weird... <laughs> Should we make it a new segment on the podcast? What? Where we just drink flea market beverages? Sure. I'm fine with that. Okay. Find some old Fanta. I'm fine. And now, brought to you by 1967... We have Italian beer. All right, I'm into it. All right, all right, we'll try. We'll try it, folks. If you have your own your own beer that you want us to try, send it to us. If you can, you can do get our address. You can send it to the nearest flea market, <laughs> yes. and we will find it. <laughs> so, thanks so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Today's show is sponsored by Tillamook's new Cheddar Cologne. Be irresistible in Wisconsin with Cheddar Cologne. 